What's up, guys, and welcome back to the That's So Dev podcast. My name is obviously Dev. Today is the second episode of That's So Dev and mainly Mariah. Yes, we have a collaboration. If you didn't know, go stream the one before this. Thank you. Now, what I want to do is go ahead and give you guys a trigger warning. We're going to be talking about Dancing with the Devil with Demi Lovato. All right, guys, we're going to be talking about sexual assault. We're going to be talking about substance abuse. We're going to be talking about a lot of triggering things for you guys. So I would recommend getting something to prepare yourself for the heavy topics. Um, If it's too much for you right now, go take a break, come back later, or maybe don't stream it at all if it's something that's going to trick you that much. Okay, guys, we want to be considerate of your feelings and how, you know, you guys may be dealing right now or just the situation that you're going through in general. So we appreciate you. Thank you for listening. And let's get into it. What's up, guys? And welcome back to the That's So Dev podcast with the mainly Mariah. Mariah, say what's up. She's back. What's up, guys? I'm so glad to be back again with Devin. Period. Why she over there munching on them? What? What are you munching on? <laughs> A granola bar. <laughs> ah, I thought you was eating chips. Okay. Next. No. Okay, y'all. <laughs> Before we get into the tea that we have going on today, make sure you follow us on social media. For me, Twitter and Instagram at That's So Dev is simple, straight, and to the point. Go follow mainly Mariah on Twitter. Her on Instagram, you will be denied. Her Twitter is <laughs> mainly Mariah underscore, period. What are we getting into today, Mariah? Oh my god, Deb, tonight we are discussing Demi Lovato's new album. Period. Period. But we obviously have more than just that because it, it it's a whole package deal. She not mm-hmm. only has Dancing with the Devil, the album, but also the documentary, which we're also going to get into today. And I'm actually really excited about it. Now, before we... okay. We're going to start off, actually. Let's dive into the documentary first and end on a lighter tone with the music. That sounds good to me. What about you? I'm good with that. Yep. Gee, now, I just... I I watched the documentary as soon as it came out. Obviously, she released two parts at at once. I think it was a week later she did part three. And then part four was... I want to say... It was this week for sure. I don't know what state specifically, but... I watched them as soon as they came out. I made her go watch them because she was slacking on that documentary. I did. I was slacking. But I did watch the entire documentary. Period. um, In one sitting, which is rare for me. Did you really? Um, I did, yeah, in one sitting. I didn't split it up. You didn't tell me that. Mm Mm-hmm. One sitting. Period. It was uh, Tuesday night. Oh, nice. Well, I mean... It's hard to not watch that all in one sitting. I unfortunately did not have the option of doing that all in one sitting because I had to wait piece by piece. You know what? Maybe your way was the best way, child. Maybe your way was the best way. But you want to know what, though? But I don't regret it because the documentary gave so much context into what the album was going to be. I didn't know that. But yeah, because the documentary gets into so many deep things and... Even with Demi Lovato, why I while I expected her to give her heart truth, I just wasn't expecting as much detail. What about you? Same, honestly. Like 
as I was watching each, you know, section, each episode, it felt like she just became more and more of, of this, I am who I am. I'm telling you the truth. You wanted to know what happened. Everybody wants to label me this, label me that, or say what happened, but nobody really knows what truly happened. It's so true. Everybody's nosy. Here you go. But also on top of that, you had certain situations where her old choreographer, <laughs> you know, she spoke about how her fans were, how she loves them. But her fans could be very intense. And when she had her overdose, they begin to blame her choreographer, which was not the truth. And the tea was obviously her choreographer was by her bedside while people were blaming her for her overdose. And she lost a lot of brand mm-hmm. deal she lost a lot of jobs you know even she was getting death threats yeah and then she was also teaching classes and people didn't want her to be their coach so it was just kind of like she lost everything and it gave her a platform to clear her name and i'm thankful demi did that you know so there's a lot of there's a mm-hmm. lot of reasons for having that documentary that was just beyond it being about her i love that mm-hmm. i love that Mm-mm. she she showed her side of what happened to her, how it made her feel her experience. But, you know, she also allowed her family and her friends and her employees come in and say, yeah, this is the truth. This is how bad this got. Yeah. It, I I think it added, I, we're going to see, keep saying context because everything gives context. Everything has a purpose with this era of Demi Lovato. And I love the fact that she had her friends come in and just be like, because I remember at the beginning of the documentary, one of her friends was like, oh, so we're, we're talking about this right here? Oh. You know, yeah, they were genuinely like, shocked. Oh. T, not even just her, but also her friend. I forgot his name, but y'all, stands, y'all know. Her best friend. Girl. but I've uh, lost his name, too, but I know. I'm trying to find I watched it. the documentary, okay? <laughs> well, duh. We've watched the documentary. We can't keep up with... Look, this, while the story was very intense, us remembering the people's names who were giving the context, honestly, that is not at the top of my frame because the whole story in itself is very heavy. You know? It, it is. It, it's, it's, it's a dark documentary. It's dark. It is. It, but... It, it was so needed because when people often think about addiction and things like that, they they have this altered perception of what it is. And a lot of the times, you know, a response to helping someone get clean is like, you can't force someone to get clean. And a lot of people think that getting clean is the only option when it comes to somebody with addiction and that's due to lack of education and that's why I think this was so important like Mm -hmm. I was saying because it's providing that education it's providing that light for people who have absolutely no idea how to deal with addiction I mean and that's people too that as soon as uh, the tabloids got a hold of the fact that you know she had OD'd um, I just drew a blank Oh, once the tabloids got a hold of the fact that she had OD'd, like, everybody instantly knew what was going on. There, it, she, they, they attacked her online. I mean, she was bullied online. Made it seem like she was this god-awful person. Uh, she was the Disney girl. How dare you allow your people around, blah, blah, blah. You know what I mean? Like, she was bashed online 
so harshly and to know now how much pain she was in and everything she was going through there she had to tell her 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 side of the story she, it had to be told that's because people were going people were going to demonize her and the whole a lot of things something she kept reiterating was that she felt bad for how the people around her and the people that she loved, the people that supported her, were impacted by this. And this seemed like a really mm-hmm. big driven thing for getting this documentary out. I mean, aside from the fact of getting, you know, the real tea out about the overdose just in general. And because me personally, I have been standing Demi since day one. I'm talking about La La Land, Get Back. I was a stand when the Camp Rock previews came on before the movie debuted. And to see how much pain she was going in really just it, it, it blows my mind because when you see Demi Lovato, I remember my mom specifically pointing out her smile was just big and bright. And part of me wonders, it, I mean, it's naturally is, but it seemed over-exaggerated. So part of me wondered if she was trying so hard to keep that you know to keep that stature of being smiley and happy and big cheesy you know because you see Demi Lovato now and that's not Demi Lovato well you have to remember too like in the documentary it talks about how you know she was going through depression even in the early times around Camp Rock when she was coming up in Disney. I mean, yeah, that's what I'm like, saying. She had been through trauma like and you still like I'm saying like yeah like you see this happy smiley girl and like in um in one of the songs on the album, she says, you know, hey little Demi, you're free now, you know. Mm-hmm. This is true because like, because basically what I was saying in a way was that, yeah, she did go through all you know that depression and everything and whatnot. You know, we we know everything that happened. If you've watched a documentary, you know everything. If you haven't, go watch it. Please go watch yes, it. Yes, it's a must watch. It's on YouTube. But it's the fact that she went through all those things and now we know she was carrying all that weight, but she was still out there smiling, which is why I was saying the smile that she had yeah. that my mom pointed out was that it was, she was like, she's cheesing so hard. Like she continuously pointed that out. And I wondered if the reason why she was cheesing so hard is because maybe she was forcing that big old smile out because she felt like she had to keep up that she appearance. Was. You know what I'm saying? Yes. Mm. Gotta put on a brave face for the world. Mm. And she was doing that at such an early age. It's what kills me. Please go watch the documentary. Yeah, because I mean, I don't want to get into a lot of the specific details and whatnot, um, but obviously, trigger warning, there are going to be some things potentially, I don't know for sure, who knows what we're going to say, but potentially, you know, drugs, sexual assault, mental health, all the above. So just a little trigger warning for you all. But it's 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 knowing that somebody who took advantage of her was around her every day to see this person. I know this person specifically is not anybody we would guess, she said. So it's not going to be anybody that you could just naturally think, you know, was just automatic because some people are assuming Jonas Brothers which is not the T but it's again I've saw I've seen that on Twitter the fact that she had to be around them every day unreal 
unreal unreal like to see who she who what she was all all that she was dealing with in those times makes it makes me reflect on watching her on Disney, you know, seeing her in all the movies she was in, all the episodes that I would tune into every time they came on Disney. I remember coming home from cheer practice and being ready to go back on the DVR and watch them, you know, mm-hmm. and to reflect back on those things and be like, dang, she still did that. She, and she's still doing that. She, Look at all that she has overcome. She's put on a brave face every day to do it. I mean, she had her own TV show. I mean, two Camp Rock movies. And those were in a short period of time. They so it was were. a lot put on her. And I also think about how there was this phase where Demi went kind of like dark, you know, dark hair, dark makeup and all that stuff. And mm-hmm. in a way, it felt like her rebellion phase and like it it makes more sense now looking back at it after all we know it's like ah i now yes. understand why you did what you have done and why you have gone about things the way that you have gone about it because how i get who you yeah, are now how can i blame you for anything i can't none of that was your fault and you dealt with it the best way that you could with the people that were around you yep so i like and to go back into, I don't know if you really, do you know about, like, her falling out with the Jonas Brothers? I know some about it. Like, I couldn't give you the deets, but I do know that there was there was an issue back in the day. Yeah, I mean, obviously, you know, I, I genuinely just think that their friendship just kind of dissolved. But as I think... Nick Jonas in particular was somebody who really carried a lot of the weight for that um, because I, I felt like he in a way used Demi because mind you, you know, him and Demi went on to it. Excuse me. You're okay. You were excused child. Leave. <laughs> I do not have COVID guys. I've had both She's my shots. She's actually lying. Joking. She does have both her shots. I have one. <laughs> I'm halfway vaccinated. But no, like, like I was saying, like, I feel like Nick Jonas carried a lot of the weight because he went on tour with Demi and Demi didn't have to go on tour with him. Keep in mind, Demi could have went on a tour and damn near sold it out on her own. So the fact that she went on tour with him was just kind of like a genuine friendship thing. And it didn't seem like that love was reciprocated at the end of the day. And that really led to them having a fallout like. There just weren't people like I think about when she says on melon cake, you know, people that only went skin deep. Like, it's not to say that they didn't mm-hmm. care about Demi. I'm sure they did. I'm sure they were very, very good friends. But it just seemed like when things got real for the most part, they were ready to dip. You know, it because like if it yeah. didn't seem like my friends truly going through a hard time. Because I remember even her sister saying in a documentary like. She wanted to give up on her, but you don't truly give up on someone you love like that. And that really stuck with mm-hmm. me as far as their friendship. So when he got on Twitter, when she overdosed and was like praying for Demi, blah, 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 blah. I was like, shouldn't have been tweeted. I don't know if you reached out personally, but that should have been done um, rather than just going online and tweeting about it. Because if you really care that much, you probably would have been there for your friend. 
because I remember, I'm sorry, I'm also talking a lot, but like, wow, there's so much to say. No, you're spilling the tea. But like when Demi, I, I remember her choreographer, you know, they came over the night that the overdose happened and they were like, mm-hmm. should we have stayed? Because Demi was like, stay, 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 stay. So she really wanted someone. Yes. And they 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 questioned whether or not they should have stayed. They had that gut feeling, and they should have followed it. You can't blame them for that. You you know what I'm saying? But like, oh, she was she felt. So I know. Bad. She felt, and her so feeling bad. was right. And I know she probably had to feel a lot of guilt after that happened. And I hate that for her. But it's just like she really just mm-hmm. wanted someone around. You know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean. To reflect back on the Jonas Brothers thing, I feel like that was more of like, you know how you have like that friend who's more of like an acquaintance, like you might go to lunch with or grab coffee with or you might text every few months or whatever and it's really casual. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. But like if you were, you know, getting a divorce, that's not the person you're going to call to consult Mm -hmm. you. You have that different, you know. No, that's tea. That's the tea. You know what that reminds me of, though? That reminds me, like, no shade, no tea, but, like, Lexington. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? I know exactly what you mean. It's it's the people that they only really want surface level. But, like, once you... It's not necessarily stated, you know? That's just the vibe that goes. So whenever it goes... We can be friends and vibe it. Yeah. And then there's also there's there's levels to how deep they want to go. But some people also mm-hmm. don't have the capacity of that as well. Hello. But that's the tease. Like we've been through those personal experiences, which is why a lot of this documentary, we can just be like, I get it. It's so mm-hmm. relatable. Absolutely. We we get it. We get it. Even without the full details, we personally get it. I love that. Yes, like there were so many points throughout the documentary when she was telling her side of things and how it was making her feel. I was like, oh my gosh, like we have the same insecurities. We have the same problems. Like people, you have got to remember that celebrities are people. They have feelings. They can get roped into the same things your old buddies from high school can. Mm -hmm. They are people. Mm -hmm. I mean, just, just because you are a fan, a stan, or just idolize somebody or look up to them, that's fantastic. But there are people who make mistakes, who have mental health struggles. It's an everybody thing. What blows my mind? Cut these people some they slack. Won't. They, they won't cut these people some slack, but they'll want people to cut them some slack for their situation. If it was you, you would want the support. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. If it was you, you would want someone to but be they there can't for you. Understand, some can't understand that because they don't get that support. They would want it, but they don't get it. So in a lot of people's minds, when they don't get something that they would necessarily need, they think that's how it is. Well, in the album, on one of the songs, Demi also says um, that she wouldn't be just like her parents. And she was too good to touch those drugs that other people touch. She thought that she was better than that. I mean, 
this can happen to anybody, anywhere, anytime, any place. Mental health will make you do all sorts of things that you as an individual may not normally do. It's unreal to me that even, you know, where we are now with this country, so many people are fighting a battle we don't know about. And you would think that that would bring about more empathy. But as I was saying before, you would, you would think. think. But also, like I'm saying, like as I said before, people think this is just how it is. This is this is how it's supposed to be. This is why people don't think that therapy would work for them because they think what they've been doing that's getting them by is fine. This is how it is. I have to struggle. I have to do this on my own. You know what I'm saying? I understand. Yeah, I do. I feel the same way. Mm. Now, I know that I don't want to spill too many of the deets, but there is a really... Okay, there's a really deep part of the documentary that I do want to discuss. And I just want to briefly touch on it. It's the very, very ending of the documentary. Okay? So, I remember watching throughout, and there's a part where... Um, DJ Khaled is on stage with her congratulating her on so much period of time sober but I can't remember if she had already been using or that was just so many days away from the relapse okay so that's when she talks about using in moderation Mm -hmm. that threw me a total loop when I watched that part and I wanted to know how you felt about the moderation presently. Here's the thing about that, because we have to remember, because while we all from the outside may judge, you know, her decision on that, we also have to remember we all don't have the same experience. Mental health is not, like she said, Mm -hmm. even in the documentary, one size fit all. It is not that. So something where... Because she talked about going without drugs could be worse because at the end of the day, she's not allowing herself to learn balance and self-control. So while I believe, yes, it could be a slippery slope, I think, you know, a slippery slope or even, you know, like a little opening to do something else. Because actually, you remember Grey's Anatomy, how Amelia was like, she didn't want to smoke weed because she felt like she was going to forget to not do trigger warning. Remember, heroin, right? Remember that? Yeah. Right. That's her experience. Yes. But Demi's... If you just watch the new episode oh, of Grey's do. Anatomy, she talks please about do. that too. Because you will see a lot of different sides of the spectrum on how someone dealing with addiction may go about it. It may be helpful to not do anything at all whatsoever. But for Demi... It works to, you know, not like even with her eating disorder to completely starve her of those food, giving her a watermelon cake for her birthday. Like it just made her want it mm-hmm. more. It didn't allow her to learn. Balance. Someone got fired for having chocolate Unreal. in the backseat. Unreal. So while Unreal. it may be scary, you have to let people learn their own balance. So that, that that's, that's, yeah. my, that's what I think about that. I think. It's, I think it's good for her. I think it's good for her. If she feels that it works for her and everyone else around her thinks it's scary, 
everything's going to be scary regardless, but they're supporting her. And look where she's at now. I mean, that's why I wanted to talk about it because it threw me just for the simple fact that we've had music from her from the relapse and then, you know, she went completely sober, but then we've entered the era of where she OD'd. You know what I mean? So to hear it again and to hear that now we're using in moderation, it were it I I I it is slippery, like you said, but I am supportive. Agree. That's that's why I wanted to see your take on that because I was it, it, it was kind of like I thought maybe after this this the second round of well generally third round of us experiencing Demi Lovato all over again, I expected the clean cut, but after hearing the music and then going into the documentary, it was very refreshing. It was very, very refreshing to see that's why. That's why. And I get it. I, we beyond get it. You know, it, when I, when I think about this story, like while I do, think about her a lot of the time i also think about the people who were affected also by you know her assistant Mm -hmm. who came in and found her if her assistant waited even five to ten minutes like they said she would have been dead it's something that really sticks with me Mm -hmm. about the situation is that the assistant was scared to call the ambulance like what kind of Mm -hmm. team do you have where they have you scared to call the ambulance knowing she's not responsive and could potentially be dead or dying. Like, yes. You're that worried about a story. Girl, it's five to ten minutes from death. Unreal. I I could not imagine doing the one thing that you love and the people around you making it absolutely hell. I could not imagine that mm-hmm. whatsoever. Like, uh, child. I remember her friend, her best friend, um, saying that Demi had asked her um, if she was going to go to this party or whatever with her the night of the overdose. And she was like, no, I actually have to fly to New York. Yeah. And um, Demi was like, oh, man, okay, you know, whatever. And, you know, she really wanted her to be there, but she couldn't. So she says she's on the plane. She's kind of feeling mm-hmm. kind of off, you know. The plane lands, and she says everybody's phones start going off. And they're all talking about how she had overdosed. That's how she found out. She was on the plane, just yep. landed. After talking I remember to that. And, and finds well, out it's crazy because, like, I, I also understand the part as far as she said they could get away with murder and i absolutely understand mm-hmm. that people who have been through so much in their life have mastered the art of fooling you <laughs> i promise you i promise you as, as much stuff as both of us have gone through i promise you if we walked up to you you would think we were some of the happiest people you've ever met so like right i, I mean so it like it it's you don't know what other people you are don't. going through. You don't. You don't know what's happening behind closed doors. Be nice to people. It's just, it, 
it it continuously blows my mind. Like everything about this blows my mind because in my head, like I like I I, I can understand their internal battle of maybe you know trusting her and giving her space she's not going to do this backslide again and then also making sure that she's okay because like me personally if she had asked me to stay the night ask her friend i would have stayed the night i i personally would have stayed the night anyway i don't know about you what about you well it all depends on who has these kids honestly (laughs) this is true this is true (laughs) You know you can't just up up and go nowhere, though. If I have, yeah, I can't just up and go nowhere. So, in the defense of any of them who had family, no. But if I had a sitter, I... I it's okay. We're going to leave him with you, Tino. <laughs> oh, my <laughs> That's God. my husband. But, I mean, like, I, I'm just oh. saying, like, obvious, like, they were in the position to be able to do that and i'm not judging them for their decision whatsoever because they made their decision for whatever they made their decision for i'm just talking about me personally i would have stayed the night because for me like if someone's asking me to stay and like pulling me to stay there's a reason and i wouldn't necessarily done it just because Oh, you're asking if I didn't want to, I didn't want to, but if I felt that there was something deeper, I wouldn't have second guessed that, you know? Well, also in their defense, you have to think too on how rocky the relationship was there. Okay. You know, you're having, you know, Demi's dealing with the addiction. So she's, she's being a little abusive to the, the, these staff members, you know, like they are going through hell towards that point you know trying to you know they're walking on eggshells so to have this switch in the friendship to where hey you know we're going out drinking for my birthday you know after all that we've been doing and have been have, have been through together and experienced together this is the level it's at this is a whole other level this is different you know like that's got to be a huge like just switch this is also true i guess speaking from the perspective of a therapist i can see a bit more in between the lines than maybe they could have like like you know what i'm saying like i just genuinely have that whole big perspective so like i wouldn't necessarily be in the in the mind frame that they would be in so yeah you're absolutely correct there's so many different spectrums of this you know it's just yeah it's crazy (laughs) oh my gosh Mm -mm. but you know i'm i'm glad that this story came about and I'm excited to see the growth because as we, you know, start the transition into the album, the it's like the album Dancing with the Devil, the artist starting over. Mind you, by the way, keep in mind, she killed two title tracks. Two. Two of them. They're iconic, quite frankly. But... She gave you, you know, anyone dancing with the devil, Madison's lullaby. And then she, you know, she ended that. 
and then now here's where we really get into the tea. Here's where I am now. You know okay. what I'm saying? Okay. That's the tea. And I appreciate that because the documentary really gave us detail on the past and this album gave us more detail on where she is now. So we got to see where she came from transition, you know, transition to where she is now. That's why I appreciate it so much. Love that for her. Absolutely. So do you think that you have a constructed maybe like top five from the yeah! album in no particular order? Ch- what? What? Let's hear what? it. What? No, because here's the thing. I'm, I'm gonna drag you real quick. I am so <laughs> tired of y'all asking people. Oh my god, do you have a top five out of an album that you don't eat? This is why a lot of y'all end up changing your top five all the time. You have not had time for this album to sit with you and to process. You can't process an album within a week. I need at least I, it. Literally, when we streamed positions <laughs> together, we waited almost a month. No, a month. I know I for sure did to sculpt mm-hmm. any type of placing whatsoever. And when I did, I didn't even order it. <laughs> like, no particular order. I can't do all top the time. Five. I can potentially give you a top 10 with an honorable mention, but no particular order. These, I, I go okay, based okay. off of songs that I listen to the most. Hey. Me too. Okay. So I'm gonna go ahead and say, let's say, okay. First of all, melon cake, for some reason, that girl just be up in my head living rent free. Me. And too. I mean free. Dun, 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 free. Dun, 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 dun. Like for no reason. I'm like, melon what? cake. Right. Ha ha. No more melon cake. Like, I don't know what you did. And, like, the liberation that this song gives you, knowing that they gave her melon cake for her birthday, and then the excitement on her face when she got three birthday cakes on her birthday, it, like... She was like, I get to do this. This is okay. She was so happy. When I saw the smile on her face when she had those birthday cakes, I was like, oh, my God. Like, you deserve this. Like, it's the little it thing. that big smile that the little her was I looking know. for. She's free. It really was. Unreal. Yes. But, okay. Unreal. So, Melon Cake and then Lonely People. Wow. Same. Snap. Okay. And then The Kind of Lover I Am. Yes. That's that on period on period point blank. Yes. I'll hold you. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Every night I'll show you. Period. Now. Yes. Unreal. Unreal. I don't know what you want me to tell you, but that song at least needs to be considered for some sort of Grammy. I'm just saying. Really? Just sit and listen to it. Like, it's such a genuine song. It's lyrically so beautiful. Noah Cyrus, the way that she captioned the emotion on that song draws me in. The lyrical content of that song draws needs to be considered for a Grammy. I really don't care what the girls have to say. I literally do not make the rules. Now, Good Place, also unreal. Also unreal. I can't wait to see her at y'all. Okay, so some of y'all may remember this. Mariah's probably not going to, but you remember 
sunshine from that's a raven you remember <laughs> chelsea <laughs> brought her into the concert yeah that's what it's giving me that's what good place is giving me where her hands swaying and forth okay now the next one for me what is that melon cake lonely people the kind of lover i am easy good place five butterfly period the vocal layering the vocal arrangement unreal that alone is enough to sell me the song next cali sober unreal besides the fact that i just naturally love california um being sober in it too love that for you okay now it gives so many good vibes it gives me a california vibe like i could be driving on a cliff of malibu in oversea of the beach in the ocean and just ride with that song playing like it makes me feel good it's unreal okay now what is that that's seven the way you don't look at me absolutely unreal absolutely Mm -hmm. the like i personally don't have many body issues myself but it can apply to many different things but also it makes me feel some sort of way body wise as well even though i don't really have that many issues body wise that's how impactful it is unreal now unreal let's see the art of starting over i cannot forget that love that love that unreal that's 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 up there for me and I'm going to explain something because Dancing with the Devil is not going to be in what I name in my top 10. And there's a reason for that. It's a very heavy song. It's a very heavy song. So I believe it's, remember, we're naming top 10 favorites. If we're going to say best, that's a different story. So anyway, we have, I couldn't decide. Met him last night and girlfriends are my boyfriends. But I'm going to go ahead and say met him last night over girlfriends are my boyfriends just because that collab is unreal and the video is coming. Mm-hmm. Yes, I'm so excited. Me too. It better pop off, but for some reason, I don't know. Like Demi cells have not been where they should be, but I know the art speaks for itself. I agree. Anyway, what is your top 10? Give me the tea. Spill it. <sighs> okay. I've been looking forward to this all week. Okay. Um, in no particular order, I'm on the album right now. I'm just going to kind of go through, okay? Not you cheating. <laughs> no, not that I'm cheating. It's just because I'm not going to remember the names of nah, them. Nah, you cheating. Because I will... No, no. Melon Cake. Ooh. Absolutely Melon Cake. Um, Lonely People. The Art of Starting Over. Those are going to be arguably in between my top three regularly. You structuring okay? that already? I I am doing my best to not do that, but those are the ones that pull me in the most. I feel so. Okay. Now Dancing with the Devil is gonna be in the one the one that I list in this for the simple fact that it makes me feel some type of way every single time I listen to it. Oof. It doesn't it the 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 the, oof, the power that I get from that never changes ever. No matter how many times I listen to it. Um 
I would also say the kind of lover I am is in top five. Will always be in top five. Arguably my favorite off of the album. Period. That's period. period. So that's five. Um, good place. Good place is up there. Um, anyone. Anyone is very <laughs> intense. Yes. Of course, met him last night's going to be in there. Mm-hmm. Um, the way you don't look at me does something to me. Whew. Makes me feel some type of way. How so? And okay, makes me feel some type of way. Just for me personally, because you know how like when you're when when you're a little kid, you um, see your parent or whoever is like you know the the superhero and blah 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 and as you get older if you're lucky enough to have your parents around you you find out that they're just people yep. like i was saying before your parents are just people mm-hmm. and i have kids and they are very young still so it makes me feel some type of way thinking that one day i'm not going to be this superhero person anymore and i'm just going to be a person and i Hope that I raise them well enough to understand that everybody can make mistakes and that we are all just people. You have to treat each other with love because we are all just people enjoying our ride. T. Absolutely. Sorry to get so deep there about that, but that does make me, it reminds me of that relationship. Draws me in in that way. That makes sense. I mean, this whole podcast is deep because this documentary, this album is deep. You can relate to all of it. Every single bit of it. T. Mm-hmm. Every single bit of it. Now, the last one in my top ten would be California Sober. Um, same vibes as you were explaining before. Ooh. Like we driving on a sunset cliff in Malibu. Ooh. Just enjoying my time. Period. Just vibing. Um, and the last one, like my honorable mention, would be what other people say. Ooh. Okay, guys. So we will be right back. And when we come back, we're going to wrap this podcast up. Thanks for listening. What's up, guys? Welcome back to the That's So Dev podcast. Thank you so much for listening. We appreciate you. This is obviously the ending of our second collaboration. Right, Mariah? Yes. So glad to be back. Ready to wrap it up. Kind of giving some final thoughts. I love that because, you know, there's so many things that you obviously miss while you're talking about the main stuff. And I feel like for us this time around, it's genuinely just been us being present. Like we didn't necessarily have to forget anything. Like it was just heavy on our minds because it's not like it's not something where we're typically talking about maybe, you know, just like pop culture in general. We're talking about a topic that relates to us, you know? Yes, I agree. There there were so many parts of that that I was like, dang, I understand exactly what you're going through. And you've said it like 5,000 times, but like, I know. if you haven't listened or if you haven't watched, you know, documentary and the album, you would get it. But I know those of you who have, you absolutely get it. And Going along with all of this, obviously, this is very heavy stuff. I also want to make sure that you all are taking care of yourselves. You know, you are using 
positive coping mechanisms, make sure you are following at five men self care and you're subscribed to those notifications so you can get daily reminders about self care because while we're so involved with life or maybe while we're just simply watching the documentary, which can be triggering for some, we want to make sure that we are doing self care along the way, right? Yes, those are so helpful throughout the day. Sponsor us, Five Men Self Care. They're a Twitter account, child, not a company. <laughs> <laughs> Where are we hitting the money from? Twitter don't pay you. Uh, <laughs> I so wish. Sponsor us, Twitter. Can somebody, somebody sponsor us, please? Where are I've thou? asked Purple Toad. I've asked several people. Here we are. <sighs> Okay, but Purple Toe not listening to our podcast, so you know <laughs> we gonna I'm have to tweet them on Twitter. Uh, do they have a Twitter? I don't know. I'll go find out though. That's a good question. Okay, but anyway, we're gonna wrap this up. This album is ten out of ten. The documentary is ten yes. out of ten, and I guess for my final thoughts are just I can't wait to see where Demi Lovato goes from here because. Obviously, no, she's going to be battling addiction for the rest of her life. This is an everyday battle, but I can't wait to see where what she has been through takes her because it's one thing to go through things like because something that stuck out to me was that she said it took me to realizing the high that I wanted was going to kill me for me to get it together. And yep. You know, even everyone around her, even people who have thought she had it together but questioned it, are they're more so like, okay, I feel comfortable now. Even, you know, her psychiatrist, her bodyguard, the people around her, they're like, I feel comfortable, you know, leaving, you know? I mean, that has to be refreshing after... I mean that that was a traumatic experience for her, yes, but that that it was traumatic for everyone involved. Mm-hmm. It was traumatic for every single person that was close to her, and I feel like this her it, it's kind of reflecting back to the Justin Bieber podcast. Stream it if you haven't. Also, T- Queen of Rap Part Two has been dropped, and Whoop. the bloopers reel is out. Um, but um, to kind of reflect back on what we talked about the Justin Bieber album, her disrespect is not louder than her apology. I agree. I, 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 I agree. I absolutely agree. And that's what, you know, like we were talking about earlier, she's given them the platform to clear their name and set the story straight. You know, yes. that, like you said, that disrespect, even though unintentional, that disrespect to them just being humans in general, like mm-hmm. her respect for them and that recovery from said situations was so much louder. Even though it's not in the same context, y'all understand where we're going with that. But thank you guys so much for listening. We appreciate you. This is the end of the podcast. Yes. I know you probably wanted more. <laughs> we did too. Trust that. Uh, did but we though? Did we though? Part two. <laughs> no, you better not tell him part two because ain't no part oh, two coming. God. <laughs> Oh, God. No, but we are going to be having a little special episode next week for you guys. We will be having our best friend, Madison, with Madison. us. Madison! I'm so excited! You guys have no idea. Because it's one thing where 
you know, me and Mariah, we have a dynamic, right? But we also have a different dynamic with Madison. And it's never necessarily one thing as far as you're closer with one person than the other. It's that you have a different friendship with the other person. So when you bring the other person in with us three, you see the full dynamic. I can't wait for that. Yes, it will make sense. It'll make so much sense as Ugh. soon as she logs on. I, I, I know. Literally the second. The way that we're going to react when she gets on. I just know that that... <laughs> hey! At least, at, least I, at least we have a week to prepare before we get absolutely dragged. <laughs> I'm a, but like... I'm very excited, you guys, because we are gonna we're gonna be going down memory lane, and a lot of that obviously going to include Grey's Anatomy. We're gonna do a little Grey's Anatomy episode because we've streamed the entire series together pretty much. So we're gonna get into that. Yes. But next week we're gonna be doing memory lane. We're just gonna reminisce with friendship and bask in love in what is that thing called? Nostalgia. Period. Yes, <laughs> it's gonna be a very nostalgic episode, just kind of reflecting back on the past seven almost eight years of our friendship together what? um devin's got nine years of knowing madison and i've got seven and a half that's t because i actually we obviously went to college and cheer together we're gonna get deep into that we've cheered together in college but i obviously we lived together we, yeah, yeah we did but like i only met madison first because i went to college first and then she came the year after and she met Madison mm -hmm. next. And it, it's such a crazy story about it because <laughs> Madison was actually the person who liked Mariah first before I did. And that's not usually a typical dynamic. So we have a lot of things to get into. It's going to be a funny story. It's going to be great. You guys are going to love it. T. Can't wait. Spill a team, I'm so excited. It was your I'm idea. I'm so excited. I, it was my idea. I, I, I wanted to make sure when Madison came on here that, you know, like, we've, we've done a couple podcasts together or whatever, but, like, I, I want people to understand who we all are as people. Because, again, we are all just people. And iconic. With that being said, y'all, that's all for now. <laughs> all right, y'all. We are going to hop off here. Thank you so much for listening. We appreciate you. We love you. Make sure you go follow us on Twitter and Instagram. For me, it's that so dev. Simple, straight, and to the absolute point, period. Mariah, do not follow her on Instagram. Don't try. I will not approve you. But go follow her at mainly Mariah underscore on Twitter. Mm -hmm. Get that following up. Love that. All right, y'all. Thanks for having me. Girl, this is a collaboration. You are welcome anytime. This is also partially your show on here, too. I was talking to myself. Oh. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Child, okay, we're going to bounce. We out here. I peace. Peace. <laughs>